All right, guys, welcome in to Sweat Bets for episode 16. Wow, can't believe we've keep going. We just keep it going, keep it rolling, the great takes and whatnot. You already know who it is, Corey J, Ryan D, and Dirty, Dirty CL. Dirty CL. Dirty CL. Well, honestly, this week was pretty packed uh, for the sports world, surprisingly. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's only right if we just start with the NFL um, divisional round. Absolutely. Which was very entertaining, I'd say, for half of it. You know, there's yeah. a couple games. Yeah, like, the Ravens-Bills game was extremely boring to me. Yeah, and so was the Rams-Packers. And what were those both? The, those were both on the same day. So Saturday slate was just really boring. Yeah, I actually didn't mind the Rams-Packers that much. I kind of like watching Aaron Rodgers just go out there and do his thing. He that dude could not miss. Yeah, he's Saturday. uh he's locked in right now. He really is, and I think that's what's going to save them, these playoffs, is that they're rolling through with momentum. Uh, I know they've kind of got a a good Buccaneers team coming up there, but I think the weather might play in their advantage because there is a 40% chance of snow. Um, But it's also something that Tom Brady's not unfamiliar to. I think the rest of the team might have some kind of problems with it, but either way. Yeah, I uh, Tom Brady obviously he's gonna do his thing. I think he's uh, he's definitely turning up at the right time. He's definitely um, kind of like dialed back the clock in a way. Which, as I say that, I think to myself, how many sports commentators have said that exact same little phrase? Like Tom Absolutely. Brady's dialed back the clock. Um, so I need to to scratch that from my vocabulary. But um, nonetheless, it's true, it's true. It is true. He's kind of giving us flashbacks. Um, but nonetheless, I think Aaron Rodgers is probably the uh, momentum-wise the hottest player right now in the league. I think the Packers, and I mean Aaron Rodgers, he's going to do his thing. He's going to pick you apart. He's really smart. Obviously, Tom Brady's really smart as well. But the uh, Packers also, which so do the Bucks, but the Packers have a great running back. Uh, well, really duo, but also kind of trio in a way. I mean, AJ Dillon comes in at the right time. Gets his carries, gets mm-hmm. his yards, but Aaron Jones those, is fantastic. The, yeah, honestly, though, those three running backs are just overshadowed by how good uh, the the pass, the, like the air game is in Green Bay. Oh, yeah. Like, like Aaron Jones, obviously, like he's a fucking wrecking ball, but you never think about Green Bay and you think like the running the ball. Like even with Brett Favre, like Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, it's like it's a it's an air attack. Uh, just from like the eye view, but if you actually watch a game, like those just, those guys had, really play. You had to find a way to sneak Brett Favre in there. The the fucking goat. The the fucking goat. <laughs> Dude, he's not even the best player to play for the Packers. I mean, the Packers are like the oldest team ever, so I'm not gonna say I, I'm not even gonna fight it's for Aaron Rodgers. Well, that's just not true. <laughs> At least no. Brett Favre loves his family. Ooh, something you gotta have in, in a great leader. Aaron Rodgers loves small business. But does he love his family? That's true. Do you know who owns small businesses? Families. Families. That's a good point. So just an idea. Does are we officially anti are you are you saying you're officially anti Aaron Rodgers? I've I've never been like anti Aaron Rodgers, but obviously like there's always been that Roger like Farf didn't like Rodgers when they were together because he had Rodgers always said 
cocky things to him, called him old man, stuff like that. Well, Brett, I mean, obviously, like, Brett's kind of a cocksucker, too, but he's an American hero at the same well, time. That's a... Uh, go ahead. It's true. It's American true. hero. American hero. So... Uh, either way, we won't have to get all to the deep depths of that. But yeah, we uh, don't want you to start tearing up over there. I'd hate about to do that Brett right Favre. Yeah, look, Brett Favre did a lot for us. Okay. Uh, either way, uh, I think it's that little rivalry of just him versus Favre that I just you know got to take my guy's side on it. So uh, why would I like the guy? So you know, I hear you. Other people might say opposite. Might say you know they're both great quarterbacks they are great quarterbacks brett Favre's just a better person and a better guy well i don't know that i would say brett Favre is a better person but we won't get into that they lost that that money uh so next um the the game that i really want to talk about well no i'm not gonna say the game that i really want to talk about because i don't want to um exclude chris's browns but yeah to me the one of the best games or, or most fun games is the buccaneers and the saints Absolutely. Um, I loved watching the Buccaneers work. Um, I will say I'm sad to see Drew Brees play his last game. I'm not. Uh, yeah, I know you're not exactly on that, uh, that, that Drew Brees wave, but I mean, you can't hate on the guy really. I mean, I can though. I'm not going to, Yeah, but, but like, uh, noodle arm, Mac and breeze, what? whatever you want to call it. Laguini. What are you talking about, bro? Guy's got a noodle arm now. He should have hung that thing up last year. And that's not me just being a hater. That's just me being honest and true about it. It's just his times. What come. do you, dude? He didn't have a bad year this year. Have you not seen just like how hard he how hard he throws like attempts to throw the ball on just like routine okay, plays? Will, he okay, maybe receivers. maybe he limped through the year, but to say he had a bad year is I didn't silly. say he had a bad, but he obviously like. He was still capable of putting he, up a good year. All right. Well, whatever. Either way, <laughs> he struggled through the year, no matter what, with his five-yard out routes that he was throwing and whatnot. Uh, he's just lucky that he had a real quarterback sit behind him and Jameis Winston. Uh, obviously, you saw Oof. him bail him out in the playoff game. Where That was a sick that, – that was a sick trick play. Yeah, I'd like to know the passer ratings between the two, and I can, I can only imagine that Jameis was better. But that's just me eyeballing it. Yeah, on his on his one attempt. And what was that one attempt? It was a touchdown. It was, it was a, touchdown. a sick touchdown. It was a sick touchdown. But uh, I mean, we're talking about Jameis Winston here. Well, look, it happens. Yeah. So um, anyway, that was electric though. Him coming in is, is a yeah that that was sweet. Uh, it was sweet to see it be Jameis and not Taysom Hill as well. Um, yes, because absolutely. you know Jameis has been like. The, like obviously Taysom Hill gets a lot of attention for the style he plays and like that kind of style that he comes in for those like wildcat package kind of plays. But, yep. but Jameis has been like the talk, like, you know, when are we going to get to see Jameis Winston? And finally we got to see him for a play. And it was a big play. Like him coming in, like the Taysom experiment, experiment. It's like what I like to call it. He comes in and he's like hit or miss. It's I, it, with him. I don't know. But having Jameis come in one play and it just be a bomb, obviously it was busted coverage at the end of the day. But yeah, it was, it's Sean it was Payton still being cool. brilliant. It was still cool. Wow, well, whatever you call it. Well, I mean, what do you give give, J- give Jameis some respect. Don't just put it in. Yeah, like hands. Jameis freaking drew the play up. You don't know hey, that. 
Jameis snapped or, or didn't even snap the ball. He got tossed the ball and he threw to a wide open receiver, perfectly blocked behind a, or he was perfectly protected behind the line. And he threw it to a wide open receiver. What credit? Yep. I mean, he made a good throw, I guess, but like, you never know. Jameis could have came into the coach, into the, into the, uh, the meeting and just been like, Hey coach, I've got to play. It's flawless. If he would have, Sean Payton would have said that. And he would have been, nah, you never know. I think Sean Payton would. Sean Payton's uh, covered up worse. That's dang. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. So, uh, all right. With that, we're going to move on to the Chiefs versus the Browns. We were a Browns cast for like 48 minutes. Yeah. Not it was for a cup of tea. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, it was fun though. I mean, while it lasted, but we kind of knew reality was on the horizon. I mean, one doesn't simply, you know, face the Kansas City Chiefs and advance. So, yep. With well, that being said, they kind of healthy got Kansas cheated. City Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. They. Uh, so I have some thoughts on that. Well, I, I say I have some thoughts, but I really just read an article um, about a doctor who claims that 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 nerve in your um, neck that can make yeah. you faint. Is it your sciatic nerve? I have no idea. I bet it's your sciatic nerve. Um, anyway. So you're buying into that and not the concussion, that it's a concussion that they're just hiding it? Yeah, I'm choosing to take the conspiracy route like this article I read. And um, the article was written by Clay Travis, but I'm not sure who um, hmm. the doctor was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had, to, I, I had to credit the author, though. You got to credit the author. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Look, but, he's uh, just the messenger. Yeah. The... Um, Doctor claimed that the um, defender's arm got under the helmet, but over the shoulder pad of yeah. uh, Patrick Mahomes and hit that sciatic nerve, and that's why he was like wobbly when he first got up. Yeah. But that he's not actually, and uh, it doesn't actually concussion. have a concussion. Yeah, yeah, that was my whole thing about it: is watching it live and then watching the replay as well. The hit didn't look bad whatsoever. So I was really confused on how he got up, but he had been limping earlier in the game. So I thought honestly that he was just beaten up. Yeah. But I have no idea about like the nerve in your neck or whatever, how that can cause that. He's um, like secretly got a torn ACL, but they're like, yeah, he's in concussion yeah, that, protocol. Yeah. It's like Drew Brees had a, or he had a torn rotator cuff as well. Oh yeah. And I think Mike Thomas said he was playing with like a torn ACL or something like that. Dude, uh, I'm going to get to talk about this guy in a second. But uh, <laughs> damn, bro, you're just on him today. Uh, we, uh, I was gonna talk about this in a second. And I still will. But Philip Rivers once played in a game with a torn ACL, and that game was the. How much do you know, you Philip Rivers? I don't know. We'll come back to that anyway. Okay. Um, Kansas City Browns game. Speaking of concussions. Chris wanted us to mention this and it's only right because it really is crazy. That was definitely helmet to helmet contact on that, uh, on that fumble. And he definitely launched like into him. Yeah. That's like, that's like, uh, I don't know what I'm saying. Concussion. I mean, probably he probably has a concussion after that, but that's like textbook, like targeting. I mean, they don't call it targeting in the NFL, but Mm -hmm. that's textbook targeting. I think the weirdest thing, I I think the thing that saved him was like, they're like that close to the ground maybe yeah he was diving and it was just it was, they were both diving and it was just like 
bang bang i don't know like dude it was like the i mean obviously hindsight and like replay is so easy to make a call on replay right but yeah the freaking the replay is bad man he like straight crown of his helmet to side of uh richard higgins face okay but the real problem about that is i saw on twitter really everywhere people were discussing the that the, the touchback rule do you think that it should be a touchback I like that. Yeah, I like that rule actually. I see. I don't. Yeah, that was my thing. I never had like the harsh feelings to it, like people on Twitter did. Yeah, I swear to God, they thought that rule killed their mother or something like that. It's 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 uh burned a lot of people. Burned Alabama in the Iron Bowl against the Cam Newton led uh, Auburn Tigers. It's uh it's burned a lot of people in big moments. Um, but uh, I like it rule. I think it adds parity to the game. You know, it, I agree. It, it gives the other team because think about it. If you're on the one yard line and someone's trying to tackle you from behind, mm-hmm. like what real like they don't really stand much of a chance of yeah. like getting you down if they're chasing you or something. So it's like I, I like the fact that the touchback rule kind of still presents some hope. Like, hey, if I poke this ball, like like they did to DK, like uh, yeah. Trayvon Diggs did to DK. Freaking smacked the ball out of his hand, mm-hmm. and he was just waltzing in the end zone. Touchback. What if they? What if? Or just hypothetical. But what if they did first and goal, but from the twenty-five? Almost like a. That would be like, an interesting twist, but I, I think I, I like the turnover better. I like the turnovers too. I think that that's just. I mean, that's just a rule. It's just like the ball goes outside, the, out to the back of the end zone. Yeah, it's a touchback. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But I think I get I get where where people don't like it just because it's a turnover. Yeah, um, it's just it's people that have been burned by it. Absolutely. Which that's just you're going to get that um, and everything. All right, mm-hmm. moving on though. Very sad about not being a Browns cast anymore, as you guys can probably tell. Mm-hmm. Um, Pound the May, on the Mayfield of dreams has caught on fire. It is now a um, flaming pasture. Yep. Um, anyway. Moving right along. Thankful, though, real quick, last tidbit on that. Thankful I don't have to get a Baker Mayfield tattoo on my ankle now. Um, cause that would have sucked, honestly. Yeah. I was that would have sucked. Uh, but last thing I want to talk about before we talk about this upcoming um, AFC and NFC championships, let's talk about two of the stud quarterbacks, old-ass man quarterbacks, Phillip Rivers, Drew Brees, both retiring. Yeah, honestly, sad to see Philip Rivers leave. Don't really care about Drew Brees leaving. Okay, I'm I'm curious. What is your beef with Drew Brees? Look, I just think that a lot of Saints fans growing up idolize him like he's a god, and I just it's just annoying. I mean, he it's, just it's changed the annoying. entire culture of New Orleans football. That's cool. Congrats to them. Either so way, of course, they're going to treat him like a god. You know, it's it, it, this goes back you to the whole... You treat Tua like a god and he's done nothing. I don't treat him like a god. Oh, do you? You, you Ryan Tannehill? Do. Maybe so. <laughs> what is well, he There's done? a difference. There's a difference. <laughs> there's a difference. There's a difference there. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill has gone two back-to-back playoffs. I still look at him as a god. He led us to one playoff. He just got hurt. A couple Drew Brees won a Super Bowl. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and, and took them to like nine playoff seasons and they like, don't they don't win that super bowl without the onside kick at the beginning of the game you can't prove on you can't or at the beginning of the halftime no i agree you can't I prove agree. me wrong on that one no so I i'd say that that was a strong payton win and the special teams win drew Brees was just kind of a placeholder um 
either way. I feel like people are really gonna take me serious on all this, but really like I just I just I just hate Saints fans, so I'm just gonna I just gonna shit on them yeah. in general. Um but no, I really don't care to see Drew Brees leave. He was cool and all, but honestly, the playoffs have been his kryptonite these past couple of years. So, so, so why do you like uh, Philip like Rivers? Why do I like Philip Rivers? He's, you know, he's a good guy. Like, how do you not like Philip Rivers? People, people that play against Philip Rivers always talk how great Philip Rivers is. I'm not. I'm how not good a big is Philip Rivers fan? I don't know why. Like, what has he done to you? He's just weird, honestly. Well, because he doesn't cuss. He just, it sounds like you, but like seven years ago. Yeah, well, that that's true, but he also he has like twelve kids or something crazy like that. Yeah, so what's um, wrong with that? It's uh, which nothing directly wrong with that, but when you add that in with everything else about him, he's kind of an asshole on the field, even though he's his smack talk is like uh, he's uh, corny. It, yeah, it's corny, but it's, he's still an asshole. Um, and then also, um, the man loves fourth quarter interceptions. Look, that's he, I, that, if, that's, if that's he, just the Charger lock. Look, something that he loves more than or than I won't say more than anybody, but something that he loves more than most people is just getting his fan base hopes up right there with six minutes left in the fourth and having a nice drive going down the field and then throwing a pick at the forty-five yard line. That's just look. That's just the, I think it. there's a curse on the Chargers that this shit like that happens to them. They just can't finish. But Philip Rivers can finish. He's got a couple to prove that, can he? <laughs> okay, okay. Maybe okay. not on the field, but in the sheets, Philip Rivers finishes. <laughs> Either <right>. way. <laughs> I can't believe you just, just took it there, honestly. But I just it came you. to me. Chargers. Oh, it's did just it? the Chargers luck. <laughs> it just came to me. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Um yeah. welcome back is, to Fifty uh, Shades of Gray. Yeah. <laughs> uh anyway, is Philip Rivers a first bout Hall of Famer? I think so. No way. Give me why. First ballot? Get your stats. Get your stat sheet that you had. Yeah, up. all right. I got my stat sheet up. I got my stat sheet. 421 he- touchdowns. Okay. 209 interceptions. Okay, wait, wait. Are we going to have the, are we going to have the debate about about touchdown to interception ratios right here? Can I can I can I can I riddle you something real quick? Well, I wasn't going to have that debate, but yeah, go ahead and riddle me something. Okay, so um so let me talk to you about a gr- the great Joe Namath. All right. Was Joe Namath the first ballot Hall of Famer? I don't know. Joe Namath was Joe Namath also had way fewer players in front of him get inducted into the Hall of Fame. All right. Let's talk about this though. Joe Namath. Considered one of the greatest quarterbacks ever, right? I like I mean, if you're talking about is he considered a football legend? Yeah, but is he yeah. actually um like on the level of like the greatest quarterbacks ever? Probably not. Probably not. But th- so always, make your point. I, I make your stat, point. Go ahead. Make when, your point. When I heard the stat, I, I was just absolutely blown away. Yeah. Touchdowns, 173. Interceptions, 220. That is crazy. Honestly, that is crazy. Absolutely crazy. Is that not? That's crazy. There was, there had to have been some kind of bias conspiracy going on to make everybody love Joe Namath so much. Well, I think he might, I mean, he's also a different, he's got era. the only jet. He's got the only Jets Super Bowl. Yeah. And he's also in a, well, that, that helps a lot. And it's mm-hmm. just a completely different era. When we're talking about first ballot hall of famers, we're talking about people competing against their peers. And I think that, does yeah. Philip Rivers separate himself from his peers enough to be a first ballot hall. There's no way, right? There's no way. <sighs> 
I guess it dep- I mean, I guess if you do talk about like the the class that he'll go in, because Drew Brees will be a first round first ballot, and then I mean, I'm trying to even think of like who else, who else is going, who else is retiring this year. Big Ben could retire this year. Yeah, Big Ben. Well, I think Big Ben is first... coming back. Well, I'm yeah. just saying, like a hypothetical, he, that's a spot taken. He would definitely Breeze is a spot taken. Um, I think, well, I'm not like, okay, I guess I'm not sold on the idea of him being a first battle Hall of Famer, but honestly, like, I'm not surprised if he is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's just because of, like, I think, honestly, like, the person that he is is going to help him as well. Because, honestly, at the end of the day, the people voting on him, yeah. It's a it's a popularity contest. Too. It definitely is, <clears throat> and I think that he's definitely won over the fan favorite and stuff, especially like with media and whatnot. Like, he, yeah, he's got that good old boy. About yeah, him. exactly, exactly. He's about to go coach high school football in Alabama. Yeah, but uh, Drew Brees stats smoke his. By the way, I mean, yeah, they do, but also Drew Brees was throwing the ball seventy times a game, and yeah, he did play in thirty more games too. And yeah, I mean, that as well. He should have stayed. He should have went to the Dolphins, but we still wouldn't like him then. Yeah, uh, is that wait? Is that why you don't like him? I mean, it doesn't help. Is there some way to he well, just? Oh you wait, know, no, you y'all turned down him. Yeah, didn't yeah, you? yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's like yeah. there was the potential of what could have been. Doesn't yeah, help. You shouldn't be mad at him. I didn't say I was, but it just doesn't help. I mean, no. They're about to trade for Deshaun. We know we're gonna get both of them. <laughs> I don't know why you think that's going to happen, dude. <laughs> just right. call me an optimistic, Corey Jones. You ever just thought about doing it for once in your life? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. We both agree Drew Brees is first ballot Hall of Famer, though, right? Sadly, yes. All right. Anyway, moving forward, uh, let's go through these NFL lines, and then let's talk about some of the crazy sports news we got going on. Okay. So we're going to go into the two games, really, that we have this week. Uh, NFL <laughs> Championship Weekend. Let's go. Get them up. Let's go. So, so early morning game. When I say early morning, I mean 2 o'clock. We've got the Bucks and the Packers playing each other. The spread is three. They were in the Packers in Lambeau. Over under 51 in a weather report here shows that Green Bay. Is this right? Yeah, Green Bay, It's there's a... 50% chance of snow that day. Oh, I'm hammering Green Bay minus three, and I'm also hammering the under if it's actually snowing. Yeah, I love Green Bay minus three there. Brady obviously is seasoned, is a seasoned quarterback in this. You know, no, you know what? Fuck that. I'm off that. He's yeah. the seasoned quarterback there. He is the seasoned quarterback when it comes to the playoff. A guy can win. A guy went to New Orleans, which is a hard place to play. I know it's a little different this year because they don't have packed oh, wait, up stadium. Wait, wait, wait. You're jumping on the Brady train now. I'm jumping on the Brady train. I'm going Bucks money line here. Brady has the experience. He's got Gronk. He's got the weapons. And it's kind of the perfect storyline for Brady to win this and play a Super Bowl at his home stadium. Yeah, okay. I'll give you the storyline bit. That's a little intriguing only because sports are rigged secretly, but we all secretly. Mm-hmm. Um, Birds are fit. Are, yep. <laughs> what was that? Sorry. I had a seizure there. Yeah. Anyway, um, I still love the Packers, though. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a beast. Aaron Jones is a beast. AJ Dillon is secretly a beast. People don't know it yet, though. Um, Jamal Williams is a beast. I mean, I could go through freaking Devontae Adams. Don't have to bring him up, though, you know, if we don't want to. But then we got uh, Lazard. What's his first name? Alan. Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard. He had a great game last week. 
I think the Packers are due for a Super Bowl appearance. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers is playing with that, uh, like, got something to prove mentality. And uh, also, I think Tom Brady's really good, and he'll probably have a great game. But um, the rest of that uh, team still lives in Tampa, Florida. And probably, let's see. Well, I guess they do have a lot of uh, – they have some 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 good playoff experience on that team. Um, I was about mm-hmm. to shade them, but then, you know, they actually do have some studs on there. But Yeah, they, they both – I mean, those are really – two really good teams right there uh, on both sides of the ball. Oh, I just yeah. think that Brady's experience – I know, obviously, Rodgers has been there. He's won one, but – it's kind of hard to be to bet against Brady yeah. this late in the season. No, there's no doubt about that. So, all right, what's next? Yeah, so next, obviously, the last game, the AFC Championship, we, we were going to Arrowhead, and is the Bills playing the Chiefs? The Chiefs are a three-point favorite, over under 54. The weather report for Kansas City, it is... 42% chance of rain, 44 degrees, wind 5 to 10 miles an hour, so... Reigns could be hit or miss there, but I think Chiefs all day. Hammer That's the enough. Chiefs. Hammer the Chiefs. I hate to be that guy that just like comes in here and is like, yeah, hammer both the favorites. But like, let's be real. <laughs> the Chiefs are um, a great team. You know, they have great coach, great players that are able to execute a brilliant quarterback that's going to play more than likely. Also, I mean, the, the Bills are hot. I don't want to take anything away from the Bills. Dawson Knox, my guy. But, um, the the thing about it is the bills are young and they are in a big game obviously but when it comes to stuff like this it's just like which team is more which team is able to do it while there i I just realized as i was saying that that what i was saying made zero sense Mm -hmm. um (laughs) but uh yeah i was stumbling on my words there but Nonetheless, the 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 Bills aren't a um, deep playoff experience team. The Chiefs, while even while Patrick Mahomes is young and some of their other stars are young, Andy Reid's a super seasoned coach. That team is pretty seasoned offensively and some studs on defense. So I, I think this is also kind of setting up to be one of those games where everybody's like, "Ooh, the the Chiefs are in trouble." Patrick Mahomes is kind of wobbly, and then they mm-hmm. come out and like make a statement and win by twenty five. Yeah, and I, and I was just about to take back my statement. Is Chiefs minus three with Patrick Mahomes, Bills money line without Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes doesn't play. That changes absolutely everything. The guy is the equalizer. I love the over 54. Yeah. As well. I know it's going to be like there's a chance of rain or whatever, but I think 40% will be fine. Yeah. Um, both of them were used to playing in shitty weather in the first place. So mm. Patrick Mahomes. That should be your cheat sheet on who to bet this week. It's, yeah, if he I plays, think I or think if, he if he plays, I don't think the Bills are are capable of keeping up. No, absolutely not. No, 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 no way. Uh, Bills are a good team. Don't want to take anything away from that, but obviously, like we stated, the Chiefs are just a much better team. Yeah. So, well, those are the only two games that we have this week. All right. To get inside, uh, I guess next week we can preview the Pro Bowl. Yeah, yeah, we'll preview the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, uh, all right, Dumbass, you want to give us our ad? Your who? who? Our ad. Our yes. Movement ad, the people yep. that brought us our show. That's the one. Hey, you. 
Yeah, you. Four eyes, guy in the glasses, sketchy mustache. Somebody call you Sketchy Joe, honestly. You look like you need help moving. Oh, you do? You don't want to do it yourself? You scrawny fuck? Try relying on your friends and family to help you? Oh, what's happening? Oh, no. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Oh, dude, well, my, 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 my computer's verifying an update right now. Hey, you. Yeah, you. The one with the sketchy mustache, long hair, glasses, barely see. You look like a guy that needs help moving. You look like a guy that's been overpriced by countless, countless moving agencies. Do I have the option for you? You try relying on your friends and family and getting stiff by the man just for them to complain and moan and do a half-assed job? Why not get real professionals to help you out? Want to move in real mint condition? This is, this is Movement, ran by two of our good buddies, Chris and Braxton. They've got great reviews. Check out their Facebook. Check out everything. Um, if you're moving houses, you're moving storage units, uh, moving work buildings, shit, if you're moving countries, they got you. They helped me move out of my apartment complex just the last week. And honestly, I didn't, I didn't even move a box. These guys, they know what they're doing. They've got the experience. Two men in a truck, more like two's breaking your shit. Uh, they will match the leading price and beat those prices. Did you so, just say toods breaking your shit? Yes, Corey. I said toods, two dudes breaking your shit on accident. All right. So I'm going to finish this. Um, so if you want to get with these guys, movement, M O V E M I N T, at 601 255 4432, or you can contact them with email if you don't know how to use your phone. Chris at Movement LLC. And remember, it's M-O-V-E-M-I-N-T dot com. Move in mint condition, pick movement. Sorry, that was whack. Boy, have we had a wild week in sports. Bananas. Absolutely bananas. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something pretty cool that happened this past week in college basketball, besides Ole Miss whooping Mississippi State's ass in Startville. Did y'all make hats for it? Uh, no, nah, no. Nah. That's only for football. I don't want to hear shit FAU 2020. Shut the fuck anyway, up. Uh, <laughs> it sounds almost like a like a slogan for like a, a candidate or something. FAU 2020. This um, is not true. Anyway, yeah, right. You, you guys made rings. Anyway, um, Alabama played... Um, who did they play? Somebody good. Georgia? No. Was it Georgia? Nope, because Georgia no. played the night. No, nah, it was somebody good. Kentucky, no. Oh. Wait, was it? Was it Kentucky? Kentucky played the night. Would they play two nights in a row in midweek? Nah. nah. Was it Tennessee? No, oh, Tennessee. Tennessee. No, Florida. no, Tennessee. Tennessee. Played Florida. <laughs> Who did they play? Um, well, we're gonna play this game. We're gonna play this game. Um, let's not even look it up. South Carolina. Nah. Doesn't sound right. Was it Georgia? It was Georgia. No. Nah, it was no, because Georgia beat Georgia beat Kentucky tonight. It was a game that Alabama wasn't it just expected to just absolutely blow them out of. And it wasn't one of the teams from Mississippi. Vandy. Was it Vandy? 
I mean, that that just seems like they should have beat the fuck out of them, right? Is that what you said? Nah, or was it Arkansas? They got a pretty good basketball team. Arkansas is playing tonight. Uh, are we just missing a team? Not Kentucky. We already decided that. Ooh, good save there. Who is good that we're not thinking about? Uh, LSU. LSU. It was LSU. Ah, uh, yes, it was. Okay. I don't know I how I can't believe it them. took me so freaking long to remember that. I know. They live rent free in your head, don't they? <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway. All right. Uh, they live uh, rent free because that rent is coming from a children's hospital that they're embezzling money from. Boom. Allegedly. I don't know about that one. Yeah, right, bro. Get real. Okay. There's no such thing as allegedly. And uh, uh, there's a lot of college, things in college sports, bro. Oh, okay, then. All right. Anyway, it, Alabama played them and set the record for three pointers with 23. Bama scored 105 points, which is pretty insane. Um, they they hit 23 uh, three pointers. Do you know who? And that's the SEC record, I should mention. Yeah, SEC record. Do you know who owned the SEC record before that team? I mean, honestly, the only reason you know it's because it's Ole Miss, if I had to guess. No, it's not Ole Miss. It's actually Alabama from last year with 22, oh. which is pretty crazy. Interesting. I definitely thought that this was going to be like, a, oh, yeah, Ole Miss did it with Marshall Henderson whenever they used to take 70 free throws or three-pointers a game. Rent-free. Rent-free. That's Marshall Henderson was doing heroin on the side. Rent-free. Just saying. He's doing heroin outside of his apartment in your head. That's fine. Yeah. Is it though? Is That's it? fine. As long as he's not doing it in the grass. Yeah, there you go. Um, anyway, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool that they scored 105 points. And then I really thought it was cool that they had set the record last year and then beat it by one. Yeah. And I saw that the, like the NCAA record is 28. I cannot remember for the love of me who actually scored that too. Probably like Villanova or something. It wasn't. It was like it was a smaller school, like Georgia State. No, Georgia State had that kid that year. He had making me look it up. Making me look it up. His dad was a coach. You're talking about, yeah. Was that Georgia State or Georgia Southern? Uh, that was Georgia. You were talking. You're right. It was Georgia State. Um, but I cannot think. It was. I saw it yesterday. Has the record. No, 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 no. Oh. I was, I was saying um, that he played for George State. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, you know what? I just googled that terribly wrong. Keep talking. All right. Anyway, um, while we're waiting on who owns the um, record for three pointers in a game in the NCAA, we're gonna transition to another sport, but it's in the NCAA, and we're gonna talk about the fact that Jeremy Pruitt got fired from Tennessee because of the NCAA coming down on their program, and is allegedly which we all know that that means it's true uh, or was allegedly handing money to recruits in McDonald's bags. Yeah, that's nuts. Also Ohio, the university of Ohio. That is random. Yep. So they were getting mixed scholarships to come play at Tennessee. A little extra, you know? Yeah. Uh Yeah. Oh yeah. Giggles. Mixed scholarships. I saw um, Mick Benjamin. Benjamin, um, okay. Somebody Classic. tweeted they were disappointed. They would be disappointed there wasn't a McRib in the bag. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if do you're we, hungry, do we know that there wasn't a McRib in the bag? Well, given the timeline, the McRib is not back during uh, prime recruiting, so I would say no, there was not. Wait, a what, in that what bag. time of the what time of the year does the, mid, the McRib go away? Uh, I mean, it's like what? It's like December to March, maybe. 
oh, what do you mean, dude? That's prime recruiting time. I mean, offer-wise. Signing day. Before I mean, Offer-wise, are we talking about like fall time, stuff like that? I mean. You know, them, them youngins. Official visits, though. With, with signing day having been in February, can I be real with you? I don't know when the McRibs in and out. I just was dude, just you're just, just really, trying to be a dickhead. Yeah, you you are that guy, and so I'm not surprised in that. Um, but that was actually impressive because I was totally on board. I was totally uh, following you. I thought it was December to March. But if I like honestly, if I am a Scott, if I'm a recruit and I get 10k in a bag and a McRib, I'm gonna go somewhere else probably. I don't want the McRib. Oh, I don't know. I hear the McRib is gas. I just I've seen the videos of them making it. It's just not gas looking. Yeah, I I can uh, I can believe that. Um, but uh, someone painted something uh, genius on the the rock. I don't know I if saw you that. saw that the McDonald's Happy Meal thing with the dollar signs. Pretty crazy. Um, obviously, there's a vacancy there now. The program is kind of in turmoil. A lot of players are probably about to transfer away. A lot of recruits probably going to decommit. Um, what I'm curious about, well, A, interesting they waited until after early signing day to uh, fire him. And then also what I am um, curious about is who they're going to hire next. Hugh Freeze. It's a dream job. Yeah, I think the NCAA might really hammer them, though, if they hire Hugh Freeze. I think that they might be kind of scared to hire Hugh Freeze for that yeah. reason. Yeah, and I think, um, I mean... There's just a really good chance. I mean, at the end of the day, like whoever they do hire, they're probably going to do the same thing. I mean, yeah. maybe not in McDonald's bag, but like there's everybody be something does doing. it. It's about if you're smart yeah. doing it. Exactly. Sounds like so. You just said that Ole Miss does it. So interesting. Uh, so everybody does it. Yeah, interesting. You just said Ole Miss did it. So that's interesting. Yeah, I'm uh, saying ev- everybody does it, bro. Okay, I just I was just narrowing it down for you. Yeah, but Ole Miss already got in trouble for it, even though the the stuff the NCAA punished us for was a joke especially compared to LSU uh, embezzling money from a children's hospital. There's just a bunch or, of allegedly. We, we have to a put charity. allegedly what, what, what are you, what, what are you batting for LSU for? I'm just saying we, we oh, cannot because, be, because we can't get sued. Because if we get sued, who's doing it? If we get sued, if we, we get, get sued. Look, uh, what is it? Tarnishing, not tarnishing. Uh, okay. Well, allegedly. We'll stamp that. Thank allegedly you. stamp thank on you, there. Thank Even you. Thank I you. think that might've been proven. I don't know. I maybe I just missed all that. I, that. The only thing I heard about was like the, you know, the 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 bad things that not gentlemen do, that was going on a couple of years ago, or last year. Oh, though. to the to the ladies. Yes, yes, yes. Something that we did not stand for. Yeah, no, that's unacceptable in its own. Absolutely right. not. Yeah. Um, yeah. The uh, the the one of the big boosters though is embezzling money and funneling it, or allegedly. So because since Delmas is worried about us getting sued, Chris is our lawyer, by the way. If anybody wants to sue us, that is um, true. You can just sue him, and it'll just basically be us. The same yeah, it'll down. basically be us. He'll represent himself, which will be mm-hmm. in a way him representing us um, as sweat bets. We'll send him in with first ever sweat bets merch. Um, it'll be amazing. Yeah. Sweat bets suit. Yeah, that's so just dollar signs. I'm sure yep. that'll do well for you in court, Chris, mm-hmm. when um we're being sued by the universe or Louisiana State University. Yep. Um, they got money. They do. And it's from the children's hospital. Boom. You got that one off. <laughs> Thank God you got that one off. Allegedly. Yeah, I did it too. I did it too. Uh anyway. All that to say, I doubt uh, I doubt Tennessee hires Hugh Freeze because uh, yeah. I think they're kind of worried about the NCAA really bringing the hammer down. 
Um, I think Billy Napier would be a good hire, but I don't know if he's going to want to go there. It's not really an appetizing job right now. Yeah, I agree. I, I just, I don't even know. I, I don't, when it comes down to like coaching suggestions, who's going to hire who I always just wait just to see who the experts actually say. And then I'll just make my decision from that. But I, I will never just like be like, Oh, this guy would be great. Cause I just, you know, at the end of the day, like I don't mm. know that much like that. Yeah. See, I, know I, do. I, know, I know the coaches all personally. No. Yeah. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. You go there, yeah. you, you visit them on the, in the summer a lot. They're coaching. Yeah. Meeting. Yeah. You always um, have. Yeah. At the, uh, media days and whatnot, you know, mm-hmm. we, we could, yeah. yep. um, but no, everybody's in line with the front of Corey Jones. I, I hear you on that. Wait until the experts talk, but um, the experts yeah. are going to say it's Billy Napier. I'm telling you. Okay. Hey, actually, they probably already though. have. They probably already have. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, like there, there, there's been about mm, probably 150 articles that have already been written about who the next head coach at Tennessee is going to be by now. Yeah. So whatever. Uh, All right. Did you? No, I was going to ask you. Did you hear about the uh, the Mets? You know. I heard a little bit about it, but I'm not really sure what the, the dealio is over there. So if you didn't know that the beginning of the year or after this year, the Mets kind of like cleaned house GM uh, and manager. And they also got a new owner. Yeah. Wasn't uh, a ride bidding for it. So he was him and JLo both had like a, a team and the guy from body armor. We're all going to buy it. But there was a really rich guy named Steve Cohen. And I honestly don't even know what he does, but he is like super rich. If you get bored, go look up his house. Go look up the, uh, he's got a shark. Wait, a Steve great white- Cohen. Is he the one that, that Zach was complaining about that owns like the Liverpool or something? No, no, no. He's talking about, um, the, the Raiders. The guy that yes. Yeah. Or the well, Rams. no. Yeah. The Rams that the czar, they're yeah. the richest, but yeah, I know. All right. No, go, go look up his house and go look up some of like the art that he's bought. It's just like millions and millions of dollars. He's a billionaire. He is now the richest owner in baseball and go look up the shark that he has like, uh, frozen in his house. What? It's it's ridiculous. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, so Jared Porter gets hired as the Mets GM just a few months ago. And he had a, a recent job with the Cubs where he was doing, I believe, sales or something like that with them. I'm not really, he was in the front office. But he sent out 62 consecutive, unanswered, unsolicited text messages. 62. To 62. Consecutive, unanswered. Unanswered messages to this girl. She was a reporter with a sprinkle of dick pics and other inappropriate images. He, and what? he basically admits to it. Wait, you, other uh, inappropriate images. Other like, than, I, like, I don't know what else, what he was doing, but he was sending out like, just like inappropriate yeah, photos, lewd pictures. Yeah. But he texted this girl 62 times and she did not respond to one of them, but the guys who were down bad, huge, but he, um, and he said that one of his excuses for the dick pics was their stock images and they were just a joke. Uh, dude, 62. First of all, 62 consecutive messages to somebody is mm. harassment in its own right. Absolutely. Um, especially if it's not, if like 
you're not like in middle school flirting with like your boyfriend or girlfriend, but 62 consecutive messages that include even stock dick pics. That's like, yeah, very way over the line. Yeah. Abe. And then like, after like further research, people were like, this isn't stock photos, by the way. So obviously, obviously <laughs> what are stock dick pics? Yeah. You know, you know, you go on like line, you just like, find, like he was just saying like, They're I just watermark. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's what, that's what they, someone said that they should have put like the, uh, the, the watermarks over it to make it look even more, but, uh, he's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous move by him. Honestly, if I send out three messages to a girl and she doesn't respond, I'm stopping there. Exactly. Almost at one one message that she doesn't respond to. I'm almost over with. That's, that's when you start becoming down bad as after one. And then if you hit three, then like, Put your phone 62 down. Sixty-two is ridiculous, though. That that like that's 62, almost like a two-year world record. Yeah, sixty-two. Um, he was beyond down bad. Huge. He was. Um, I don't. I don't even know. I'm not clever enough to think of something right now to mm-hmm. describe sending sixty-two consecutive messages. Um, Dude was in a hole. He was in. Deep, he was in a dark place. So he is no longer the GM of Mets. Um, <laughs> yeah, obviously. So goodness Mets, gracious, it's the world of baseball for you right now. That's just the Mets. It's all looking up for the Mets, and then this shit happens for them. They go and sign Francisco Lindor. They've got a new owner, all this shit. And guy can't keep his dick in his pants from something that happened three years ago. How did that stay quiet for so long? I don't know. I have no idea. Apparently, he just came out and admitted to it or something like that this week. Mm. But hey, brutal. Look, I guess uh, it's like the famous. Michael Scott uh, quote: uh, "You miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take." Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. Yeah, yeah. He um, he shot 62 and missed all of them. Yep. So he still yeah. missed 100 percent of the shots that he took. Yep. Bad. Down well, bad. Hey, um, big time. That's uh. Whew. I feel like we've been talking forever, so maybe that's a good stopping point for us. Yep. Good down di- bad Mets uh, GM. Is it the GM? Yeah, the GM, Jared Porter, the it's, former um, GM. Um, it, there was a lot of sex talk on this on this on this podcast. A lot what of was it? Uh, we had- <laughs> weird uh, stories in sports this week. Yeah, we came in and we were like, "Yeah, not, nothing really happened this week," and then we're like, "Oh." Some weird shit happened, actually. Yeah, actually, this this it just you know it just it's hard to follow one story when there's so many going on. I know, I know. But hey, like, also the the uh, teams are notorious for doing stuff like this too, especially college programs. Mm-hmm. Well, I say that, but it's literally any team of waiting for like a big event to happen and then yep. just freaking news dump. Like we're about to dump all of our dirty laundry before it bites us in the middle of the, you know, fall. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, that wraps up a wonderful episode of sweat bets episode 16. Thanks for listening guys. Especially if you made it this far, if you didn't, well, uh, we hate you, but you don't know that. Absolutely hate you. Yeah. Maybe you'll listen in next week again, but if you made it this far, we love you. Catch y'all later. Peace.